I've been directly involved in the launch of over a dozen multi-site campuses through the churches I've led, and half of them have been in movie theaters. I'm convinced that every church leader should consider using a theater for your next campus or church plant. They're flexible, culturally relevant locations, typically in the center of the community that you're trying to reach. Regal is the only theater company with a dedicated team of full-time consultants ready to help your church launch and succeed in a movie theater. Check out Regal Theater Church church.com for more information on locations your church could use. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. Are you looking for practical ministry help to drive your ministry further, faster? Have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of others in pursuit of stuff that we wish they had taught in seminary. Buckle up and let's get started with this week's Unseminary Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. My name's Rich. I am so glad that you've decided to take some time out from your week. Happy Thursday. Uh, we hope as you get ready for this weekend uh, that you find this encouraging and that this is a, you know, it's a real positive part of your week. Uh, today we're honored to have Jared Hogue with us. He's with an organization called Creative Sheep. Uh, he for years was at Church on the Move. If you don't know Church on the Move, that's really a church you need to be uh, you know, following, getting to know. They're in Oklahoma, three campuses. Uh, Creative Sheep, though, this is his you know, full-time gig or where he spends uh, his days, is, is devoted to helping churches communicate God's love through excellent content. Uh, and they create all kinds of products to enhance the message of, of your church. And so, so glad to have you here. Uh, Jared, thanks for being on the show today. Oh man, Rich, thanks for having me. Love the show, love what you guys are doing. Nice. Now you actually um, have just kind of transitioned. You've made a big move. So you're with you're now with Adora Church in Boston, yes. Massachusetts. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, man, it's, it was kind of a crazy transition. Uh, my business partner and best friend, Roman Johnson, helped my family and I drive up here to the East Coast, go Pats. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, man, it, it's a, it is a totally different part of the world up here. Mm-hmm. But I, I would say one of the biggest things I'm realizing, e- even though I've only been here now, going on about three months at the time of this recording, mm-hmm. uh, man, people are people. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs Jesus, just like we need Jesus. It, mm-hmm. It's been a big transition. There's a lot of things that are different up here in the, mm-hmm. new, in, in the Northeast especially mm-hmm. the amount of snow that we get. <laughs> um, nice. but, but overall, man, it's, it's all about people. Yeah, very cool, very cool. Um, so now why don't you tell us about Creative Sheep? What, what is Creative Sheep? What do you do? Yeah, so we, uh, like you said, we communicate God's love through excellent content. Our whole objective is to resource churches with really high quality uh, video and graphic design content. And mm-hmm. so we do custom work as well as off the shelf. We have prepackaged stuff available on our website, which in fact right now at the time of this recording, this isn't going to last forever, but if you go over to our website, you can actually pick up anything on our website right, right now totally free. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are sermon illustrations, invitation videos, countdowns, um, interactive countdowns, different things like that, totally mm-hmm. free just in exchange for your email address. Very cool. Well, we, uh, you know, I, I know you've been around kind of the creative side. You've been around the leadership side of, you know, churches and developing creative folks, communicators, you know, folks on stage, you know, production teams. That can be really difficult to do. Um, I'd love to talk a little bit about that, kind of lean in on that today. What have you learned when, it's come to, when, it, when it comes to kind of developing leaders? You know, that's that's the whole goal. I mean, the Bible lines it out pretty clearly that when we work in ministry, uh, it says it in Ephesians 4.12, it's not our job to do the work of the ministry. Our job is to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. So our job is to find people that have a gift inside them, sometimes that may not even realize that they have a gift inside them, and pull that gift out 
And so, you know, that's one big thing that, that we were striving for at Kids on the Move. You know, as the children's ministry, we kind of viewed ourselves as, as the pipeline that we are the pipeline creating the next uh, next generation of leaders uh, for the church, and not just church on the move, but the church. Mm. Um, and so our whole objective was to go recruit folks, get them plugged into the system, and then let them uh, deploy their gifts. And we weren't foolish about it. That's, mm-hmm. that's one thing I don't want to misconstrue here is that we didn't go from zero to a hundred overnight. It wasn't that we just started handing people messages and like, all right, you're up next weekend. No, there was a process and a system in place that I'm happy to talk about if you want to. Mm-hmm. But really, it all stemmed from that verse, Ephesians 4.12. Our mm-hmm. job was to develop people. Right. I'd love to jump into that process. Give us a sense of yeah. you know, what does that look like? What, what steps would you take people through to identify and then release them? Yeah. So uh, honestly, Rich, uh, the the identification process really was we just started with what we have. The Bible lines out um, a very clear process, I believe, mm-hmm. um, uh, and a business strategy, if you will, or, or in this case, a, a strategy for building a communicator team. Jesus talked about going to Jerusalem, Judea, and the uttermost parts of the earth. And a friend of mine, his name is Matt, he's the one that actually pointed this out to me, that this is a, a strategy mm-hmm. and that you start in Jerusalem. That's the people that you know. Mm-hmm. And so what we did is we started with volunteers that were already on our teams mm-hmm. um, and we had kind of shifted from a culture of volunteers coming and holding the doors being crowd control control making sure no kids escaped basically <laughs> during during uh, the service to we wanted to give ownership mm-hmm. to our volunteers mm-hmm. and so like I said, we would go recruit. And I, I, I love telling this story. There's mm-hmm. a, a guy on, on our team. His name is Kent. Mm-hmm. Um, Kent was a, a volunteer. He was an amazing small group leader mm-hmm. in, in our fifth and sixth grade environment. And I remember one, one uh, Saturday evening after the service, I just walked up to him and I was like, hey, man, would you be interested in hosting a game? Mm-hmm. And he's like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> and so I just kind of walked him through the process. And he's just like, yeah, I think I could do that. But just so you know, I'm never going to do a message, so don't even ask. <laughs> and so we put him in the system, and I was like, okay, I'm cool with that. But the system was, so we start out in that we had them co-host a game, and they weren't even up on the stage in front of anybody. Mm-hmm. They would start out out in the audience. And so the reason why we did this is that it would give them the opportunity to just get comfortable holding a microphone, hearing their voice come through the speakers, um, interacting with the crowd, that kind of thing. But the pressure wasn't on them because we had a host up on the stage Mm -hmm. that was actually facilitating this game. Mm -hmm. Well, then the next step is that they would actually go up on stage and either co-host from the stage or or actually host themselves on the stage. And again, a game, it's pretty low risk. Mm-hmm. Um, if they mess it up, the, the service isn't, is, hasn't been screwed up too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so can, once they get comfortable there, then they would go to maybe telling a Bible story mm-hmm. or um, an offering talk or something like that. Basically, we had a three-tiered system and it was mm-hmm. literally just one, two, three. It was games, uh, offering, and Bible story. And then we called it an illustration or illustrated sermon, basically a message mm-hmm. at that point. And so mm-hmm. that was our process of putting people through this and it was all about steps and stages and throughout this process there was a lot of feedback right because not every communicator that came into the program moved along at the same pace or really moved along at all we did have to have a few uncomfortable conversations and just like you know this may not be your gift but we want to help you find your gift yes and so and, and even with our feedback it was all about what's one thing you can do to get better for mm-hmm. next week 
Mm-hmm. Not what, how can we fix everything for next week, right. which I think can be the propensity of us as leaders is like, here's everything you did wrong, now fix it all for next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all just, we're going to focus on one thing. So your energy needs to be higher. And, mm-hmm. and you know, we would even ask them, what did you think before mm-hmm. we gave any feedback? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes they were harder on themselves than we were on mm. them. So um, it was all about that one step forward. What are you going to do? What's the one thing you're going to do? Because we're in this for the long haul, mm-hmm. not just trying to make you better by next week. Mm, very cool. I love that idea of you know small incremental steps that it's not like, hey, we're just going to throw you you know into the deep end. Did you have similar kind of steps in other areas, say with uh, you know the music people or with production folks? Was there a similar idea like that? Absolutely. Every every program we did was essentially structured the same way. So whether it was communicator, senior production, small group leaders, mm-hmm. our service directors, even even with our staff to a certain degree, Rich, mm-hmm. it was all our our mantra. Uh, every meeting we would break it down. Everybody hands in, um, and we broke down to to one step forward. Um, mm-hmm. That was our whole objective. Is and it was an idea we stole from Malcolm Gladwell. He wrote mm-hmm. in one of his books that um, often times people will go on a diet and they want to lose 50 pounds overnight and then they quit after about a week because it's not happening. Right. It's a, it's this whole idea of how can I get 1% better not 50% mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Um, so what can it, what's the one thing I can do this week to get a little bit better and then those incremental steps add up which is scriptural. The Bible talks about how our steps are ordered of the Lord. And so mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the, the whole mantra was one step forward and every program was structured that way. Singers had a three-tiered system. Production had a three-tiered system. Small groups had a three-tiered system. Like literally everything we did was built around this one hub mm-hmm. to grow people. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, I, I also know that you know Church on the Move has a pretty aggressive uh, internship program uh, that it's like a big part, you know, and... and um, you know, it, it really is, you know, in a kind of a leadership development engine. I wonder if you can give us a bit of a peek inside that. What does that look like? Yeah, so uh, I, I can talk specifically more about the kids side of yep, that than totally the, uh, the other side. But um, with that, we basically came in when, when I took over the internship for Kids on the Move. Um, it was much more of like a creative internship, so to speak, mm. uh, much more art driven. So yep. uh, uh, designers, videographers, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We wanted to expand that because we knew we had people in the church that want, had a call to ministry but that didn't know how to design and had no interest in that, but were more interested in the pastoral side of ministry. And so we made a few tweaks to the internship program and saw it grow, Mm -hmm. actually, over the course of... The couple of years that we had that, um, in the first year we had four people uh, come into the program. Second year we had eight come into the program while keeping three of the, the the previous four. But really, it was again it goes back to that same same idea of with our volunteers. This is the pipeline. I mean, mm-hmm. kids ministry is where people you can start, mm-hmm. and not that kids ministry isn't the lifelong for some people, but at the same time, kids ministry and youth ministry, in my opinion, is like the best place to start so true. if you want to go into full-time ministry. Mm-hmm. Even like if you're not involved in ministry at all and you're wanting to get involved, start in kids and youth. Mm-hmm. It is Very true. seriously, mm-hmm. if you can teach kids, you can teach anybody. If you can teach youth, you can teach anybody. You learn so much. And honestly, it's because it's like you're running 
a small church with a safety net. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I, I just, I can't recommend it enough. And I know I kind of diverted from the question there. I, mm-hmm, I don't know if that helps about the, the internship there. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. Yeah, and I've said the same thing. Some of the most creative people uh, in the local church are kids folks. Uh, people yeah. who are working within kids ministry, they, you know, there's a, they, and, if you, and there is for sure, if you can keep people's attention at that age, uh, you may be able to do it when they're adults. You might, you might have a chance to, you know, to do that. Now, yeah. can you give us a bit of an insight into um, how, uh, you know, your work with the door and how Creative Sheep and all that fits together? What does that look like for, you know, for you personally? Yeah, so it is it it is a wild ride right now. Um, there's just a lot going on, and honestly, I don't have a, a a perfect balance. Where, like I said, we've only been here for three months. We just moved into our house. Uh, we lived with family up here for two months, which provides some challenges. Um, and it was amazing that they let us live with there. But um, so honestly, man, we're still figuring out so much right now. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's just fitting things in where we can um, and, and constantly remembering why we came here, which is to help build this church. This is the Unseminary Podcast. Stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Well, we're going to jump into the lightning round, that part of the episode yep. where we ask similar questions of everybody that's on the show. Super excited to have Jared Hogue with us today from the Creative Church, from the Creative Sheep and Adore <laughs> Church. Uh, so, uh, What's an online resource you're using these days that's helping you in your ministry? You know, there's three things that, uh, if I can throw three at you, that I, I don't know how I'd be able to breathe without these. Google Drive yep. is a lifesaver, Dropbox, and Basecamp. Those so three good. things keep me keep me on track. Of course, my calendar, but those three things keep everything in one central place so yep. that my brain knows where to go. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Are you guys, do you guys use Basecamp for kind of tracking uh, pro- projects within you know Creative Sheep? Uh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Especially now being fifteen hundred miles apart, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what would happen if we didn't use it. Yeah, definitely, very cool. Um, what's a book you've read in the last? I don't know, maybe six months to a year that's shaping your thinking or ministry. Oh man, that's a great question. Um, I would probably say, man, you know, not to be cliche, but really, mm-hmm. I've been diving into characters in the mm-hmm. Bible. Yeah, 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 um, totally. And uh, studying the life of Abraham and Jonah, and like just blowing my mind. And you know, one tool I will recommend for any leader out there, and yeah. I don't even know how you pronounce it properly. It's either Haley's Bible Handbook or Halley's Bible Handbook. Okay. I'm not sure the pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, That is one of the best tools for reading the Bible I've ever had. Nice. Very cool. Um, what's another church or ministry that inspires you? Know, that you look at and think like, wow, that's that we need to learn from them and grow as we, you know, as we watch them. You know, probably just like everybody else, Life Church. Craig mm-hmm. Rochelle and the team at Life Church, they're just ridiculous, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's so true. I, I love them. My brother-in-law is actually on staff there, right. and uh, hearing the inside, like, it's not just a facade you see from the outside, like, right. they're the real deal. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm sure keeping everything on the rails is uh, takes a lot of work, uh, time, effort, and energy. What do you do for fun when you just want to, you know, kick back and relax a little bit? love hanging out with my family. And then in addition to that, I love playing ice hockey. And I, for the first time in my life, this was something on my bucket list, moving up here to New England, I got to play pond hockey. Nice. Uh, And so it was amazing. It was amazing. Oh, that's great. Well, Jared, I really appreciate being on the show today. If people want to get in touch with, with you or with the Creative Sheep, how can they do that? Yeah, you can email me uh, simply Jared, J-A-R-E-D, at creativesheep.org. Again, that's Jared at creativesheep.org. And of course, I'm on social media at Jared A. Hogue. Great. Good stuff. Appreciate you being on the show today, Jared. Thanks for having me, Rich. 
Thank you for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Don't be shy. We'd love to connect. Check out Unseminary Inbox. You can sign up at unseminary.com and we'll send you helpful training resources every week. Plus, you'll gain immediate access to our exclusive members area with tons of resources you can use. Connect with Rich on Twitter at Rich Birch or through email rich at unseminary.com Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode at unseminary.com It includes links to what we talked about today and more. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Did you enjoy today's episode? Drop by iTunes and leave a review. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Join us next week when we'll learn more stuff we wish they taught in seminary.